I did have some more follow-up here. <laughs> I just wanted to let you know that if we had a listener, they would be furious with us for bringing up Mr. Flesh, because it's actually Mr. Skin. What are we talking about? <laughs> Episode 7 follow-up. <laughs> the one that's not exactly published yet? Uh-huh. We were t- Okay. You say it's called Mr. Skin? <laughs> yeah, it's Mr. Skin. It's not Mr. Flesh. Better Call Paul is a self-help podcast for everybody. How do you know the hosts are qualified to dispense advice? All three of them are former pizza delivery drivers. I thought I ordered the large sausage pizza. No, not Nightcore. Yeah, I know it's not Nightcore. (laughs) Close enough. Yeah, now you sound closer, but you also sound like you have a fan next to you. I do. That needs to get turned off. I wasn't ready yet. (laughs) (laughs) Let me make this clear. Were you or were you not ready? Uh, I wasn't ready yet. Do you do you feel like I'm there in the room with you since I've called called it I've called it, it since you've identified the environment exactly? <laughs> you sound like you're far away and now you sound like you're close with the fan next to you. <laughs> Get out of my head. House. <laughs> Get out of my head house. <laughs> If I knew how uh, how to work a gate, which I don't, uh, or GarageBand doesn't have it, that sounds like that. What that's what that's for. Oh yeah, yeah. To cut to cut out a buzzing noise. You need. Did a, anyone? Uh, oh. oh, what? You t- I was going to say you need to watch more Linda videos. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? No. Okay. Not at all. What? All right. Now apparently everything I say, I'm making fun of you. No, well, if you, he was making fun of you, he would have went, Hey, Linda! <laughs> <laughs> I've uh, got a bit of a ruddy nose. L- Linda is that, uh, what is that? Chevy Chase's friend <laughs> in the Doritos commercial? Chevy, this is my friend Linda. It wasn't Chevy's friend, it was You're his right, it wasn't. friend's friend. I don't remember that at all. Oh my gosh. That was. It was something was, Tony said all the time. All the time, yeah. Chevy Chase is there eating Doritos, and this guy comes up, and he's like, "Chevy, this is my friend Linda," and Chevy just kind of nods and smiles and continues eating his Doritos because it blocks out all the sound. Yeah, uh, he can't hear what's going on while he's eating the Doritos because he's Chevy Chase, and you're not. And they're so loud. <laughs> yeah, sound effect here. 
Did anyone notice that my Asian accent was totally Swedish on episode six? Uh, I haven't listened to episode six. Okay, good. So no. <laughs> my uh, uh, my father-in-law. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the the link a while back or if we talked about it, but he wrote a novel. Um, no. He had it recorded as an audio book. So uh, I picked the audio book up last week. And the the guy who reads it does a really good job, but at some point he he does a Wisconsin ladies accent in the audiobook and it sounds like vaguely Irish or Scottish. And it's just it's really weird too because the line right before the lady speaks, it sets it up that she's a you know, it's like in a uh, typical Wisconsin drawl. You know, hey, would you like more coffee, laddie? <laughs> well, I was trying to decide if accents, uh, when, when you're doing an accent like that, if it's not racist, if it's completely wrong. Oh, okay. an example? Like the Asian lady I did that turned out Swedish. <laughs> were you on the record as it being an Asian lady, or could somebody just think you were doing Swedish? No, I was talking about going to a, a Oriental restaurant. Mm-hmm. But it came okay. out borka borka. Yeah, a little bit, I think. I think I think you went racist when you called it an Oriental restaurant. <laughs> Is that the? <laughs> that's not. The, that's not right. That's not the correct nomenclature. No. <laughs> no, not since like 1945. Uh, Are you kidding me? You know how I try to stay on the right side of this stuff. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. It's funny, but I'm not kidding. Yeah, we, we have an in-joke about that on uh, my wife's side of the family. Because they, uh, they were... We had to let them know that that wasn't proper terminology anymore. They're like, but uh, that, that's just what we've always called them. And I'm like, no, that's what we call rugs. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're Asian. I don't know <laughs> what I was doing, but I heard somebody say Chinaman recently. Again, unless, well, I guess if he's oh. actually from China. Yeah, okay, well. And he's a man. He look like it, a man. It was my <laughs> Australian boss talking about the people that put the uh, the fireplaces in those crates. Oh, yeah. man. When you so say, they were from China. When you say your Australian boss, I think of the... He was New Zealand, uh, New Zealandish, uh, from uh, Flight of the Concords, Murray. Oh, Kiwi. Yeah, Kiwi, Kiwi, yeah. But that's that's what I think of when you tell me you have an Australian boss. <clears throat> yeah, no, he doesn't sound like that. <laughs> See, I I think um, along came Polly, and there... and Ben Ben Stiller's boss, or no, not boss, uh, Ben Stiller's client, who he's trying to figure out if he. Wants oh. to insure him or not? Yeah, he's like the Richard Branson type, right? Yeah. 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 I think uh, uh, the, the guy who played the boss on Fly the Concords was a boss in another movie. I think it was with Jim Carrey. Played basically the same character. It's like over-enthusiastic. Gets everything wrong. Uh, I think they're doing a movie, Fly the Concords. Okay. Great. Yeah. Uh, I do have some follow-up from episode six that no one has heard, so. Cool. Uh, 
you asked me if I had uploaded TMDOTPBM uh, to that text guy's website. Okay. It's not a text file. It's a rich text file. And he won't accept that? Oh, I don't know. I didn't try. What? Uh, what is that, a dot .rtf? Well, no. I mean, it was an actual doc file. It has formatting, so it's not just a text file. He's all about plain text. Mm. Boring. I got a work update. Okay. You know, I'm not talking about work, but uh, they're replacing the guy whose workload I've taken on, but the new guy won't be taking that workload back. <laughs> <laughs> the old no-look pass. <laughs> so I got that going for me. What, Those so, may or may not be the big, big plans. <clears throat> Let's dissect that. Let's kind of parse that out. You said the guy, the guy whose work you took over who is still there? No, he's fine. No, yeah, he no, he's there. He said he didn't like it and wanted to do something else. So he and just said, said okay. I'm going to go over here. Mm-hmm. And then you got stuck with the work. Right. And they're replacing his position. Yes. With what a guy is, who does none of that work. What is that guy going to do? Uh, it's going to be magical. I'm not sure. <laughs> I, they actually said that they haven't filled that position yet. And if I'm interested, I should put in for it. But you're already doing it. Well, no. What I'm doing isn't part of that, so... Oh. Okay. It sounds like everything's going smooth there. Yep. Things are amazing. (laughs) Uh, Hmm. I I just keep dreaming of ways to retire by the time I'm 40. (laughs) And I don't... What have you come up with? I don't think there's there's an answer, <laughs> and that depresses me. <laughs> uh, everybody's like, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, somebody will ask me, talking about um, just work in general with people there, and I bring it up like, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna retire. I want to retire by the time I'm forty, and they're like, Yeah, you're gonna get bored. You, you know, even if there was a way, you could, I'm like, No, trust me, I would I would be fine. Not right. being around people. And just whatever, I would I would make it. Uh, I just don't want to do this. We'll find something else. I don't want to do anything. <laughs> I definitely <laughs> don't want to do anything else. And, and then I realized I was just becoming the guy from Office Space. Exactly. <laughs> that, yeah. You know. I don't think seem, I want to do it anymore. You know that <laughs> seemed like funny. Like you were like, haha, that's that's." You know, when you're 20 or whatever watching that, you're like, yeah, that's just a guy who hates his life. But now I'm like, I am I am that guy. I just want to not do this anymore. Hey, Peter, check out the boobs on Channel 9. <laughs> I don't even have that guy. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't, yeah, unless I, I don't play the lottery, so winning the lottery is going to be hard. Yeah. I buy a lottery ticket about once a year. So far, it hasn't panned out. If they would make it a direct deposit, if I could sign up for like a weekly, just pull it out of my paycheck, give me a lottery ticket, that'd be ideal. But you got to pay with cash. You got to go to a store. Yeah. Anybody got time for that? Yeah. Yeah. I like, uh, you know, one of the Mega Millions jackpots a couple years ago, I, uh, I, you know, bought into the hype and went and bought some, you know, went to go buy some tickets and, um, 
you know, maybe I bought like five tickets and I pulled out my debit card to pay for it. And they're like, uh, that's no, <laughs> you need cash. Like, no, what? this is, this is good. Yeah, this, this is, is money yeah. in the <laughs> United States. This is cat. Yeah. Right here, this is good as gold. I promise you, this is going to go through. Can you wait till Friday to put that through? <laughs> <laughs> it's not like I'm trying to pay with a check. Come on. <laughs> Although you guys take checks. Cause I'll get twice as many. If you can just wait till Friday. Oh, oh, would you cash my check? And then I could use that cash. Mm. Perfect. <laughs> What's a check, sir? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so I haven't bought a lottery ticket in a while either. Oh, I think I bought a scratch-off ticket uh, a while ago, and I won 10 bucks. I think it was a $10 Ooh. ticket. And that's oh. been sitting in my car forever. I bought it yeah. at a Walgreens, and then I just I happened to be in another Walgreens, and I tried to cash it in there, and they're like, "We don't sell lottery tickets." Okay. <laughs> oh, well, your other one did. Well, I, I bought this one from you. <laughs> we don't pay out. <laughs> That's really what they <laughs> we were saying. sell them, but we don't pay out. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of I see a lot of guys at work uh, come in with scratch off tickets, which it, it seems weird to me is like. Like if you were to win, say, I mean, you can't win a whole lot with a scratch off. But let's say you won twenty five hundred. I'm not saying it wouldn't make the rest of your day better, but for us, we're gone for two days at a time. That's two days you're sitting there going, "Man, I wish I had bought this before, or I wish I had I had figured this out before I came to work." <laughs> yeah, but it's all about timing. You get, you know, if you would have done it two days later, it, there was a time when. Um, uh, our mutual friend Jay and I, like uh, anytime we pass one of those um, uh, like vending machines for lottery tickets, we usually you know pull out a one or a five or whatever and put it in the machine. And uh, we were leaving a, a mire late at night uh, one night, and we'd almost walked all the way past the vending machine that was right by the exit. And I went, oh, you know, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna get a ticket. So I, I pull out my wallet, and it takes me a while to find a five or ten or whatever I was going to buy. and <laughs> Through all those 20s and hundreds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I was counting through all of them. And they were all mixed up. It was just, you know, uh, <laughs> keeping your money organized. Um, and in the meantime, Jay goes right into his wallet, pulls out the correct denomination. And at that, at that time, we had been playing one specific game. And he puts it in, buys buys the card. I get my money, get my card. He scratches his off and wins five hundred bucks, which should have been mine because I initiated the, <laughs> the money search first. Did you Did you tell him that? I mean, did I, you explain your situation? I made him buy me McDonald's. I think. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> a finder's fee. You basically got your five dollars back. What yeah. more do you want? Yeah, it was a f- you- finder's fries. Then did you run back to the mire and try shoving that Big Mac into the into the vending machine? <laughs> no, I should have filed a suit against Meyer. But you out kept your mutual friendship, unlike if you would have went to the parking lot and beat him down for it. <laughs> <laughs> give, give me that five hundred dollars, fucker. Uh I don't even think he spent it on anything worthwhile. Probably a bunch of Playboys and Charleston Chews. Oh yeah, she's got mm, she got big boobs. Uh. Oh, 
<laughs> I'm drooling all over the pages. You read this article? <laughs> uh, uh, so what's going on with you guys? I shit my pants today. What? <laughs> what? And, and before you make any assumptions, no, I am not proud of that fact. <laughs> what? Well, what's the? Well, what's the scenario? All right, let's go back to last night. <laughs> and I, I got off work. And I'm in the parking lot, and I call the wife, and she's like, I want wings for dinner. I'm like, great. Uh, you you call in the order, I'll go pick them up, and I'll bring them home. So she did, and uh, and she asked me what I wanted, and I made the mistake. I, I said I want a large order of spicy garlic. And what I meant to say is I want a small order of spicy garlic. So when I went to pick them up and I went to pay uh, for our food... It came to like $35, which was not what I was expecting. Right. And uh, I'm like, wait, uh, did your prices go up? She's like, no, no. I said, well, like the like the wings, how much were they? She's like, uh, $18.99. And that seems really expensive. She's like, no, that's, that's the price of the, the large wings. I'm like, okay. And so she goes in the back, she gets the stuff, and she shows it to me. And like, you know, she wants to show you that. I guess all the food is in there. And she pulls out this big, giant bucket of wings. There had to have been like 17 wings in this bucket. And I, I was expecting 10. Uh, so I, I thought took, it was going to be all turkey legs. Oh, that'd be great. <laughs> the large wings. <laughs> so I took it home. I took it home and I ate all the wings. And that was a lot of spicy stuff for my system, apparently. So I took a... I had two bowel movements um, early in the day. Welcome to the regular cast. <laughs> and then and then uh in the afternoon I'm sitting there uh with my 1-year-old. He's on my lap and I'm, you know, trying to get him to fall asleep so he can take his nap. And I feel a little what what I thought was going to be a fart was not. So I had to go take care of that. And so I'm I I'm all cleaned up, but at this point I haven't had a chance to put anything back on all i have on is my shirt and my four-year-old comes in and she's like dad why don't you have pants on and i'm like well well because uh i had to take them off and she's like why i'm like oh, of course you had to ask why and i'm not gonna lie to her so i said well right i pooped in my pants and she goes dad that's why you have to go to the potty <laughs> i'm like yeah Can't yeah i know there. i know you're right <laughs> She's like, no, Dad, you really have to go to the potty. <laughs> so, and she's right. So, yeah, I, I pooped my pants today. What uh, What happened with the one-year-old? Did you, did you just get <laughs> put gently aside? Basically, yeah. Yeah, you know, so it had, you know, I felt a little little wetness. And I'm like, mm, son of a bitch. So I, I just, I stand up and I put him down on, on the chair and he continued watching, um, I don't even remember, we, I don't even remember what we had on. It might have been, um, Tumble Leaf. Mm, and, uh, that one. it's a Amazon original. Oh, I, I think I've scrolled past it. Okay. Yeah. It's re it's really, uh, really nice. It's, uh, like claymation. Okay. Um, it might be fake claymation. It might be all digital, but it's, it's really, it's a really good show. I, I recommend the it. Polar opposite of what was happening in your pants. 
Polar opposite. Uh, yeah. So, and he was, he was there when I got back, just sitting there watching the tumble leaf. So that was, um, that was my day. Hmm. That's, uh, thank you for sharing that. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> what, um, <clears throat> what other programs does your, uh, because cause your, your son and my daughter are really close in age, what, like four or five days apart. Yeah. What what else is he watching right now? Uh, Hila watches a lot of Curious George. Okay. And I appreciate that. Um, that monkey, though, makes me mad. <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much time have you spent listening to that? What, Curious George? Listening to the commentary of William H. Macy. You know, it's weird. I, I knew he was the commentator, but every time I like even focus on it, it doesn't really sound like William H. Macy. I think we should correct that. That's narrator. Yeah, I what did I start it? George what goes I back for the pass. He's back, back. <laughs> throws the ball 40 yards downfield. And then oh, he the throws the poop. Oh. Um... So, I, what was the question again? What else was your son watching? Yeah, um, I don't, that's like, those are the two main things. I I know, I think last week, somebody, one of you guys or somebody I saw on Twitter mentioned Caillou. Yeah, that was me. And how fucking awful that show is. And I, I, I already knew this. We had gone months without watching that show and that exact same day that you mentioned Caillou, my daughter's like I want to watch Caillou, oh my gosh <laughs> I think I'd rather crap my pants than watch that show he's so whiny and he's four years old and bald why <laughs> does he have chemo, should I feel sorry for him, I guess I guess I can't be mad that he's whiny because maybe <laughs> he has cancer. I don't know. That's what I've always assumed. Oh God! I you know what really bugs me I, above e- everything with that show is they don't like all the backgrounds are like half done. I don't understand how they do this like little vignette style, um, where like it's just a middle the middle blob in the screen is background that's just white around it. And it's it's not like they're putting so much detail into the picture <laughs> yeah, that they're saving that much time. I don't get it. My daughter a asked lot of... for it by name repeatedly. <laughs> and then you you get her off of it, and then you're scrolling through Netflix, and inevitably you go past Caillou. And, oh, my God. And I'm like, let's just watch l- literally anything else. Let's get you hooked on a new show. The first yeah, taste that... is free. Let's... <laughs> Uh, yeah, I did that with, you know, my, my four-year-old. She used to love Caillou, or she used to want to watch it. I'm not going to say she loved it, because I don't want to embarrass her like that. And, like, I remember bef- at one point, before a certain point, I didn't really want her watching stuff like um, My Little Ponies. And she wanted to. She's a girly girl. You know, she sees ponies and purple and all that, and she wants it. Uh, and that's kind of like before she really knew, I don't think we had even let her see it, but I was like, I so totally didn't want to watch Caillou. I was like, how about you, uh, how about you watch the ponies instead? And, and she was all for it. So, yeah. oh, 
what about you, Paul? I, what? Your son is five. Yeah. And your daughter is two or three? two. Two. She's a <clears throat> three in December. Okay. Yeah. What What are they What are they getting into? That What grinds your gears? Um. You know, Keely spends a ton more time with the children and the television than I do in a whole evening routine type situation where I'm doing something else. And she hates Bob the Builder. Uh, Uh. And for some reason, every Bob the Builder on Netflix is over an hour long. (laughs) And they've been picking it a lot lately, and she's just just lost it. Yeah, yeah, you definitely get fatigued with that. I think we've watched... We might be through all of the Caillou's, and we just rounded the corner on everything Netflix has to offer for Special Agent Oso. I've been amazingly blessed with that. They haven't really been into uh, Caillou. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so that's been amazing. But they used to be, when we had Dish, they were they were hooked into uh, Dora. Oh, that was a big one. But now they're just anything on Netflix, and... They're pretty much all over the board on whatever pops up on the main screen. So, like Nightmare on Elm Street, and uh, uh, they actually we actually have Polly set up with a kids account. I don't know if you've done yep. that for yeah. Yep. So it's it's not like YouTube for kids where it's peppered with Minecraft videos and people swearing. <laughs> <laughs> My yeah, ne- Netflix a- for kids is actually for kids. My daughter has a special knack. She'll take my iPad. She'll go right to YouTube and press the button. And she just somehow gets filtered into kids' videos. And, you know, it's through, like, previously watched. Because I don't use YouTube a lot for anything I want to watch. So most of what's on there is what she's seen. So we haven't ran into anything that... uh, She's ran into, like, really weird Japanese kids' cartoons. But... My kids on YouTube... Are, they're watching people play Minecraft that is modded to be, you know, other themes and just voiced by amateur people. And it's supposed to be like, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Machinima, I guess, but it's, it's horrible. My daughter watches, uh, uh, adults play with Barbies <laughs> and, and that's not as perverse as it sounds. It is just mind numbingly dull. Because these people aren't writers, you know. Are they really serious about this? Are these adults who... Yeah, they think they're putting on a show for kids. Like a Punch and Judy kind of thing? Yeah. Okay. But, well, not that simplistic. It is literally these characters doing mall-related things. (laughs) I don't know. Oh, oh, Ken, I like it when you touch me there. No. No. (laughs) Nope. Let's go shopping! (laughs) Uh, uh, that reminds me, um, the the Barbie's Dreamhouse show on Netflix. I, don't, I assume it's still there. My daughter hasn't watched it in a while. That was pretty good. Uh, there's a lot of uh, jokes that are way over her head. That oh yeah, are more I think for I saw adults. A couple of those. Yeah, I definitely enjoyed. I mean, I wasn't really paying attention, but you know, be right. washing the dishes. And you just hear Ken do something, say something stupid, and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. <clears throat> the other videos Polly watches are are uh, toy review videos, which are really kind of strange. Uh, 
there's a guy there's a guy who has hands on with all the uh the toys and then he also has a dog companion. The, this particular show is called the Lucky Penny Show. Okay. And this little this little dog toy that's mouth opens up uh talks with him. Sometimes it's kind of funny, but it's like these toys they're getting them from overseas or, you know, they're not things that you can just buy. And so he's like, look at this. This is so cool. Like, no, it's not that cool. Plus, we can't get it. Right. Uh, it, do you find that that's an avenue for him asking you for some of these toys or? A little bit. Yeah. 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 He's well, at that age now without he's... without dish, there's no commercials for him to go. I want that and that and that. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's probably a weird space for kids now anyways because they, they got rid of all the Saturday morning cartoons and those were just avenues for product placement. Right. Right. I mean, you still get that, but they're not rife with the commercials for Nerf toys and yeah, whatever. But, uh, yeah, my daughter didn't start watching TV until late. Uh, she just didn't show a ton of interest and we were writing that out as long as we could but then when it came on it it came on hard and i think it's when uh grandma watches her during the day um you know she's you know she's 70 years old and she's she's still pretty spunky for her age but i have a hard time keeping up with my daughter so i i'm sure there are a lot of times where grandma's just like here watch this it's yeah. an infomercial. Just watch it. <laughs> yeah. And now my daughter wants a salad shooter for her birthday. So <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch my stories. <laughs> my kids get a lot of PBS, I think, at my parents' house. And, yeah, that's and the same so here. There's, that's why we're uh, on Caillou. Daniel uh, Tiger? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. My kids watch Daniel Tiger. Okay, so I fired up Netflix and found the original Mr. Rogers. Uh-huh. Uh, so we watched an episode, and my children are both like, I don't want to watch this! And right? like, eh, give it a shot. Give it a chance. And so like, look, see that right there? That's Daniel Tiger. That's not Daniel Tiger! <laughs> and, you know, this was, it's according to Netflix, this is season one, episode one, and Daniel Tiger is a puppet that looks like it has been through the ringer. I think I've seen that episode. That episode, I believe, is called... Divorce and a kid in a wheelchair. It's really kind of rough. <laughs> Did they get divorced because the kid's in the wheelchair? No, it's two separate stories. It's oh. a little vignette that gives you the backstory. Uh, I can't do it anymore, Carrie. <laughs> and what's really sad is that the opening of the show is he's uh, Mr. Rogers takes a jog to an electric car factory. I'm like. But what is it? Early seventies electric cars. How sad is that? A commentary on on us that even now electric cars are not that prominent. And back then, the electric car he had, although it looked like a ridiculous Jeep, uh, could make it fifty miles. And today's electric cars can only make it a hundred. Right. Well, um, this was so. I know Daniel Tiger is pretty much. Uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood, but was Daniel Tiger a character on Mr. Rogers? Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't. I didn't watch Mr. Rogers a lot. Yeah, he was best friends with Lady Elaine. Lady Elaine. 
is that in the puppet land? Yeah. Uh, right. Imagination land. Okay. Is that what it was called? The land of imagination. Well, the land of make believe. Come on. <laughs> imagination <laughs> land. <laughs> <clears throat> You know, it's been a few years since I saw it, and even though I saw it the other day, it didn't stick. Yeah, well, they might not have called it Land of Make-Believe yet. You know, they're just getting their legs, right? Just trying to figure everything out. Well, we, we didn't see enough of the episode to actually see Lady Elaine. Uh, wasn't she the lush? What the hell's a lush? Drunk. Uh, Did she have red cheeks? Yeah, the red cheek lady. Yeah, okay. Is that not Lady Elaine? I, I just remember some of the. I can like see picture some of the puppets in my head, and there was the king of whatever. King Friday, king, the thirteenth. Was it really King Friday the thirteenth? Yeah. yeah, his castle says thirteen on it. Ah. I think Roman his numerals. crown said thirteen too, but uh, I'm not. I'm not a hundred percent sure about that. Uh, Lady Elaine was the person, the actor. Oh, and oh, she oh does. She does some of the voices for the puppets, and I think she's like the uh, the uh, the producer of uh, Daniel Tiger, the show. She's got to be pretty old now, so I don't know if she does a whole lot with it, with the show. She might do a couple of the the voices on that too. <clears throat> she always reminded me of somebody who'd be like your uh, Sunday school teacher. Mm-hmm. We were flipping through Netflix, and I was trying to find a different show. And, and I'm pretty sure we were in the kids' channel. And um, the Pee Wee's Playhouse came out. Oh, yeah. yeah. So My like, daughter's been watching that. I forgot. Yeah, I'm like, we're, gonna, we're watching Pee Wee's Playhouse. <laughs> Forget all this other stuff. So we put it on season one, episode one. And I, I mean, the last time I saw the show, I was a kid. And I remember my... my dad specifically or my parents liking it but they also knew peewee herman from uh, some of his <laughs> raunchy stand-up right and which uh, is completely different my god that show is weird yeah Holy yeah cow, it's out there and it's full of famous people oh yeah 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 i think that first episode has phil hartman in it yeah, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, you've got uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Oh, right. Was yeah, Cowboy yeah. Curtis. Uh, Phil Hartman was Captain something. He was yes. a C. Captain Stabby. Yeah, Captain Stabby. <laughs> and uh, who else? Is that right? <laughs> that, that doesn't feel right. It was a weird show. It was a, definitely a weird show. There was. A, I mean, yeah. you had Cherry. Yeah. I mean, they're just being literal. Uh huh. Yep. Yeah, it was like Mappy. Uh, Twonky? <laughs> Terry. Terry was the pterodactyl. Uh-huh. Uh, but... There was... Uh, oh, Conky was the computer. Conky. There was... Uh, uh, Jamba? Jamba Juice? Mecca like a high, Mecca high, Neho? Yes. The genie. The genie, the head in the box? Mm-hmm. Um, there was the... Uh, uh, the beat band, the... Musicians, and they all had names. Cool, but they're cool cat, dirty dog, and something bird, chicky baby, chicky baby. Yeah. And was it Randy the bully? Randy was the yeah the little puppet bully. Yeah. Yep. And Mister McFeely. Yep. 
<laughs> I tell you what, when you get to the end of the episode and he rides the scooter away and they play that music, I don't know, that really got me. Like got you in it the got- feels? <laughs> yeah, it got me in the feel. Well, I just, you know, I would remember because back in the day you would watch that on a Saturday morning and it would be another week before you got to see another one and it was the most amazing thing at the those time. Are, those are the longest six and a half days of my life every week. <laughs> Every week. And I think I, it always went into, uh, like, inside the NBA or something right after that. So it was a it was a later show I, I, yeah, on, I on Saturdays? It, well, yeah, because your Saturdays, it always seemed like it went, like, uh, like the age progression for their demographic went up. Uh, okay. The yeah, that makes the sense. Incrementally by hours. Yeah. But see, yeah. I think about that time, I'm already outside playing. Mm-hmm. Cause I outside? Yeah, what? outside. No. I didn't I, I didn't really watch Pee Wee's Playhouse. I knew it existed and you know, I I I watched it sometimes and I watched uh cartoons. Uh, my favorite was Garfield and Friends. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um Wade the Duck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shelly. Let's what? let's name all the characters <laughs> of every show. Like there was a point where I had a lineup that started at five o'clock in the morning and went till two p.m. in the afternoon based on channels and oh, cable yeah, packages. Yeah, uh, and then my life was ruined when I was uh, had to spend the night at my grandparents' house that only had uh, over-the-air television, and did not like my choices for Saturday morning. This was in the era of Rude Dog, where they just turned off the TV and made me go outside. Wait, what's Rude Dog? It was like, it was this rad show with a name that didn't make sense uh, to their generation. You know, like, a, a, mm, I don't know, somewhere between reggae and ska, there was this rude boy movement where it was just what they were called, and they were like cool people. Uh, but that's not what it means to my grandparents. Rude is horribly offensive, and you need to go uh, not watch this anymore. You need to go outside, play in the yard. Uh, yeah. okay. Go play stickball in the street. I had to look up Rude Dog, but he's kind of like, kind of looks like Spuds McKenzie. Yeah, and he does. I remember that. Hmm. I remember it that. looked very 90s. Yeah. Like, it was a clothing line and everything, I believe. Yeah, I remember that. It might... My recollection of that part of my childhood when I would have been about 10 or so, um, I hung out with the two kids across the street from me next that uh, lived next to the bar. And the, the younger brother really liked uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I did watch more Ninja Turtles than I think I would have on my own. But we also watched a lot of uh, Saved by the Bell and then California Dreams as well. Mm. I don't think I ever saw California Dreams. It, I mean, it, it, I don't think it came on until probably like 91, 92, towards the end of Saved by the Bell. But it was it was always aired after Saved by the Bell, mm-hmm. at least at least in our market. And it was basically the same kind of premise. But they were... In Canada. No. <laughs> uh, yeah, California, Alberta, Canada. <laughs> um, yeah, and then there was the Saved by the Bell. The, the college years? It was, yeah. Well, there was the new 
class, I believe. That's what I think I was looking for. And but then I think there was there was like the they went to college. All the kids from Bayside ended up going to the same college, and then I think Mr. Belding was still there somehow. I didn't. I didn't get it. And I, furthering his education, and it might have well, been not, like Mike Golick or something. I. Don't... It was Bob Golick. Bob Golick. I think. Was Actually, Golick. you know what? No, I looked this up not too long ago. I I want to say it was someone else. And of course, my computer's going to be a dick and not open up Chrome. Yeah, that's like I didn't know what the term "jump the shark" was, but I, I definitely sense that. So I'm like, <laughs> I'm out. I'm gonna go outside yeah. and play. <laughs> yeah. Uh, when the first time you realize that there is television that is not worth your time. Yeah, you know the the whole notion of going outside and play. It, you know, going outside to play seems so foreign to me at this point. And uh, you guys at least have kids that are, you know a little bit older um but i've had i've had the notion with my daughter like you know i want to like instill that you know now she can't go out and play by herself and go outside but i don't even think that's a thing like you read stories about people you know parents getting arrested because they you know their kid walked home from school because they had to work late and it was like six blocks or something um it's just I don't I don't understand how it's well if you've work. seen the things that my children have done outside in my yard I should probably be arrested. <laughs> <laughs> I kid you not that uh, that that wire mesh ring that Polly got trapped in he must have looked like like some kind of human zoo back there just screaming and crying inside a cage <laughs> like um. Yeah, I mean, if somebody caught that, I'd probably be in big trouble. To be clear, I did not put him in there. He put it was laying. He was laying on the ground, and he shimmied in there and flipped it up on top of himself. And you know, three days later, we got him. We fed him. We. Yeah. He was fine. He was shaken up. Uh, yeah. yeah, but it, it just it doesn't seem like seems like the only outlet for kids is you know. Here's an iPad or watch the TV and don't go outside. It's a bad place. Yeah, don't go outside. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, uh, I, I don't know, and, and it seems it seems to me because, um, well, I think you know we all waited a bit to have kids. If if you had kids when you were twenty, you're not that far removed from from those memories and those feelings and just the way society has changed and everything. Um, so I don't know if I, it's like a half generation gap I skipped or something and things have just changed too much. Hmm. Um, I don't know. My parents always pushed me outside. Keely tries to push the children outside. Yeah, I mean, it, I never wanted to go outside. <laughs> it was like, literally like here, go outside. They'd shut the door and lunch is going to be ready at noon. So don't come back till then. Yeah. You know, so <laughs> mom, mommy's got to uh, take part in these quaaludes and have a glass of wine, and I'll see you later. I um, I definitely preferred to be inside, uh, but there were times I, I mean, I definitely had tons of fun outside. I, I especially liked riding my bike all over the place mm. without a bike helmet. Can you believe it? Yeah. That's not illegal now, is it? You'll probably go to jail if your kid rides around without a helmet. 
car seat laws make me so angry. They really do. I know. I I think we, I think we turned around our four year old way. Uh, well, not way earlier, but uh, earlier than she should have been turned around. I oh, don't remember the reason. Like rear facing, forward facing, all that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, we did Polly early too, but his legs were getting long, and I was not interested in <laughs> putting holes in the. The seat. Pretzeling up my <laughs> child, and I know they've, I don't know, I've read so much crap about this. Your kids are young and flexible and bendable, and it doesn't matter. Their safety is more important, and shut up. <laughs> I mean, I Just, get it. I I did read an article where somebody, you know, lost their, you know, three-year-old daughter or something in, like, a minor fender bender, and, you know, their necks aren't strong enough. To, right. you know, to withstand whiplash. I, I get it. I, mm. I'm just a terrible parent. Exactly. I want my kids to ride both in the front seat. <laughs> One on top of each other. Yeah. <laughs> Double-decker car seats. Like, you get the seatbelt, but you have to hold on to your little sister. Don't let and go. No, my, kids are, my kids are tiny. They could share a seatbelt. They could sit side by side right there. Well, and that's like my daughter is the 90 some percentile for her height and weight. (laughs) So she's already like kind of, we still got her uh, rear facing, but she's to the point where she's having to kind of sit Indian style. Um, Yeah. But it's like you can't get them out of a booster seat until they're 20. And I'm, (laughs) I'm, I've got to believe that that's something to do with, um, you know the way our legal system works, and and the car companies, and the and the big car seat. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> They're lobbying this crap. That, you know, there was a point. Um, you know how many cars there in Amer- are in America, and how many children there are, and to demand that there are the. Th- I mean, huh? yeah, we're creating jobs to make car seats. Blah blah blah. So, so in your world, uh, Graco is evil corp. Exactly. <laughs> we gotta take down Graco, and uh, uh, that's the only one I could think of. I think Costco, Co- Costco, Costco, Graco, uh, uh, anything lurking inside that you know, just just throw babies R us right on that one. <laughs> they're the they're the ones selling it to you. Yeah. They are the they're the pushers, yeah. the dealers. Did you guys? Did either of you finish, um, Mister Robot? Yes, I did. Paul? I did too. I I did not. Yeah, I saw that. I'm so sorry. I'm done with your uh, Amazon I'm login. I'm done now. with you. <laughs> done with you and your non Mr. Robot watching ways. Uh, you stopped at like episode eight? Uh yeah. And I tried to start rewatching it uh, a few days ago, but kids it's it's really hard to yeah. hear. Yeah, Keely was like, we can't watch anything while they are awake, so just forget it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah episode true. 9 and episode 10, you're just going to hold your hand up to your head and go... Oh, gosh. <laughs> no, no, no spoilers. Exactly. I'll watch it, I promise. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean... Yeah, no, it's, it's probably going to be similar to when I watched... Excuse me, when I watched Wayward Pines... Like it's really good all the way up until the end, and then you're like, uh, what? Actually, well, the interview that I heard on uh, Nerdist, uh, 
with uh, Christian Slater and the other guy, uh, uh, Elliot, uh, the guy that plays Elliot. Rami Malik, Malik, Ramai Malek, Raman Alec. They're talking about hoping for a second season, and you watch those last two episodes, and you're like, "How is that going to be possible?" But well, the um, what, what? I've read interviews <laughs> with uh, <laughs> Sam Esmail. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. It's it. They're on a like a five season arc. Um, Amazing. Originally, but, this was supposed to be uh, like a feature film, a movie. Um, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I would not have made that. So I don't think. So they have they have story beats or plot points in mind, but uh, you know this was just kind of the first fifth of what they were uh, planning on doing anyway. As long as it doesn't turn out like the movie Mister Nobody. Mr. Nobody. That mm. made me so angry. I don't know that one. It's on Netflix. It was featured. It sounded good. It's got um oh. Jared Leto and Sarah mm. Polly. Sarah Polly, yeah. wow. Sarah Polly. Yeah. She's in uh, Go. I actually know a Sarah Polly, but I don't think that's the same person. And I was all like, oh, this this uh you know, the paragraph blurb about it on Netflix made it sound amazing, and I'm watching it, and I'm really into it, and I'm like, these things, all these things are amazing and impossible, and how are they going to tie it all together, and, oh. No, I don't remember this one at all. Is that how you felt with uh, Mr. Robot? Like, no no spoilers, obviously, but, uh, like, it... No. You felt like it it was going to tie things up, and sounds like maybe you're disappointed they didn't, or... Oh, no. Okay, so Mr. Nobody, they tied things up, and I was not satisfied with how they did it. Mr. Robot was kind of abrupt, and it was like, oh, this is the new reality now. Let's roll with it. Yeah, that, well, it with Mr. Robot, it almost felt like the... Um, Episode nine, the the penultimate episode, was more of like a finale. Um, the the finale episode didn't seem at it, it didn't have as much. Uh, it didn't have the arc of like a finale, I guess. And it did. It was kind of abrupt, but I, I still. Now I'm it. at a small disadvantage on episode nine because that was when I had my three beers and kind of fell asleep. Oh. <laughs> I was in and out of in and out of consciousness for a little bit on that one. Um, so it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can't be sure I'm even real, so. Well, yeah, no, I, I enjoyed it. I'm interested to see what they do with the season two. But. I can't wait to talk to Tony about it. <laughs> That'd be great. Um, yeah, it, it did feel like, like until I had read that interview and I... I saw or read, read that there are going to be more seasons, um, there was a feeling, you know, episode seven or eight or so. I'm like, how... I, I get this a lot with shows that I like and shows that are written well. It's like, I almost wish um, this was just... This was it. This one season, it had a beginning and an end, and they wrapped it up and put it in the grave, and it was done. Um, you know, there have been a lot of shows that i watched where I felt that they they kind of did everything they could do in that first season. And then they were, it was popular. So it was sent, you know, sent in for another season and they, and then they were just, you know, doing whatever they were just doing whatever they could to write a story at that point. 
to keep the money rolling in. Right. Yeah. Um, that's why something like uh, True Detective is interesting because they a- anthologize it. And I know um, uh, American Horror Story is kind of the same way. Um, American Horror Story. Season one. Amazing. Beautiful work of art. Uh, funny. Everything after that just went, you know, incrementally downhill. And the only thing that I hang on for now is to see what, um, what, 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 uh, what's her name's accent's gonna turn out like. Jessica Lang? No. Kathy Bates. Yes! Okay. I, season one was the only one, the only season of that show that I watched and I did not like it. Oh. Um, I think my wife watched, watched that show and enjoyed it. Seen every season, uh, but some seasons it was like, I don't, well, so there was the, uh, the Asylum one was like just super dark and horrible. And then the, uh, the Coven one, you just didn't care about anybody. Man, I really hate when I get to those shows and it's like, eh, I don't really care if any of you live or die. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good thing most of you are going to die. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I remember feeling that way with, um, Oh shit! It was a while ago. Um, Nip Tuck. Uh, I really liked the first season of that, and it just felt like that's it, guys. Close the book on it, and it went like another seven or eight seven seasons. seasons, yeah. And it just kept getting because the the first season was it was ludicrous and kind of all the right ways for me, um, but they had to keep upping that ante, and it just got dumb. And, you know, just on, you know, the, you can only suspend disbelief so much, or I can at least. And then, I don't know, I just can't stick with it. So I, I fell off that, like, quickly into season two, I think. Do you know what Steven Universe is, Adam? I think you were explaining it last time, but I, I haven't seen it. Okay. Yeah. Some follow-up on that is I heard Reddit says it's not going to end up on Netflix uh, it will end up on Hulu probably because of licensing. Oh my gosh. Well, speaking of Hulu, I'm getting rid of Hulu. <laughs> You're never going to see Steven Universe. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, the humanity. I um, I started subscribing to Sling TV. Have you guys heard of this? I- I've heard of it. Well, Sling is a company that paired up with Dish for a while to provide their streaming content. Still is. From wherever you are. But for $20 a month, I get streaming basic cable, including ESPN, ESPN2, uh, A&E, TBS, TNT, among others. Mm-hmm. And um, it's pretty cool. What's uh, it's just what? live, no skipping, no DVR stuff? It's Yeah, you can pause it. Uh, I, think, I think it's limited to some channels. Um, and also, I believe you can go back, uh, like they still have the episodes for like a few hours, whatever they had a few hours before. Um, I haven't, uh, played with it too much, but it seems like, um, it's not like you press play and you just start, like you can just start rewinding to go to the episode before. It just has that, like say the episode of the show they were showing previously is there in like almost like Netflix form. Yeah. Hmm. 
So you go back to it and you hit play and it's like, okay, yes, here's your, here's your uh, episode. Um, yeah, it's uh, pretty neat. What hardware do you need for that? Um, let's see here. We have a Fire TV stick. Uh-huh. Uh, we've got a Roku 3 that it works on. It works on a couple of TVs. Um, and we have an LG. It listed, it listed some LGs. Uh, ours is not one of those. The smart um, TVs? Yeah. Are, do you have are, a smart TV? I do, uh, and I hate it. Yes, we have one too, I, and I'm not too keen on it. Yeah. Um, it works on, you know, iPhones, uh, iPads, Android phones, Android tablets, PC. Wow. Among other things. Yeah, I, you know, um, being a cord cutter, I, I don't even know how I hadn't heard of this beforehand, cause it's been out a handful of months. I think it first rolled out at the beginning of the year. And, um, I just happened to be reading an article and they mentioned Sling TV and, you know, I'm sitting at work, not doing a whole lot. So I click the link to this article about Sling TV and they describe it. I'm like, well, that sounds like exactly what I want. And it just so happens it's the beginning of, you know, the football season. Hey, this is a way for me to get ESPN and it works. It's great. I haven't had any problems with it. Yeah. I watched. Did you email Dan Benjamin about it? N- no. No. Should I? Probably. I mean, he, sure he can do his own re- research. I don't know. I've heard several episodes of him and Merlin talking about card cutting and how they could get, well, how, how Dan could get sports. Oh. There's a yeah, lot it, of, <clears throat> and they, Merlin, Merlin tries to get baseball and there's a lot of convoluted, uh, market issues. Yeah, that's, um, yeah, it's because, you know, he gets the MLB TV. You guys I, didn't see the keynote, but MLB is a big part of Apple TV. Oh, cool. And which is, Merlin Mann is big into that Apple TV. Yeah. You know, I'm going to get one this Christmas. That stuff is so, <clears throat> I literally, I, I almost had a breakdown yesterday. So I was, the um, Notre Dame football game was on. Um, I could get that over, uh, you know, over broadcast TV. It was on ABC. Well, half an hour before the game, I wasn't aware it was on ABC. And in the past, I've um, pulled up uh, their games on the NBC app on my iPad, and it worked flawlessly. It was, uh, you know, a couple minutes behind the regular broadcast, and you get into weird, uh, you know, where they have, like, two commercials for the whole game. Um, yeah, over and over yeah, and over. over and over and over again. But it, but it worked pretty well, and I was happy with it. So yesterday I was doing work in the kitchen, which is on the other side of the wall where the TV is. Um, so I knew if I was in there, if I really wanted, I could turn the TV up and at least hear it. But I said, you know, let me try to pull it up. So I realized it's not on NBC. Find out it's on ABC. So I download the ABC Sports app. So I go into the ABC Sports app. I find where they're broadcasting the game. And at this point, it's about the time the game's starting. And I click on it. And they ask me for my cable subscriber login information. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, why the fuck do you need my information if this is ABC? Um, so whatever, fine. Because um, so, we use my brother-in-law's comcast stuff i go in there i click on comcast they're like oh we don't support that here 
You have got to be kidding me. Yeah, Comcast is one of the worst ones for that, and you're going to find you're not going to be able to watch a lot of the Notre Dame games on the NBC app as well, I believe. A little while ago, Dish had a dispute with all of the local channels, and they pulled them from their service. I don't know how long it lasted. I heard that on terrestrial radio on my way to work, and I was like, I'm glad I dropped that. I I, I seem to remember that, but they did, um, they they were in a... um, they were in a fight with uh, AMC around the time, I, I think it was the first half of uh, the, the Breaking Bad finale, uh, or final season, was about to air. And, you know, Dish knew that was a chip because there was this big show, and I think Mad Men was, uh, you know, a new season for that was starting. And, you know, they are just in a squabble over money, and they and this is when I was paying 100 and whatever a, a month for Dish. And, you know, they just dropped that channel altogether. Um, and I think they settled it right before um, those shows started. But And uh, FX was part of that, too. It's just ridiculous. Like, you know, they're putting their customers in the middle of all that while yeah. they're fighting over who's going to make the millions. Yeah. Right. So. While I had it, they dropped Cartoon Network for a little bit. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It's like. You know, and then then the then they'll go on. Um, uh, like I was listening to, I think AM radio, like sports talk radio, and there was a commercial from one of them, bad mouth on the other side, saying, "Well, you need to, you know, go to this website and let us know that you want this." And like, fuck you, figure it out, put it back on. Uh, it's just dumb. That, I mean, that's that's part of like you know for me that was that was in the back of my head when I'm when I'm making the decision to not have any of those services anymore, is you know that that stuff just percolates in, in the back of your brain. Uh, you know they they obviously don't care, uh, and then you get all the the uh, web stories of people recording their calls and you know uh, some of the ridiculousness coming out of their customer service. It's just. It's just kind of gross. It is. Have you found a website that uh, has those calls posted? Because I'd love to hear some of them. I don't know if there is. Like, uh, I've just seen like, um, like random articles. Like every now and again, you'll get something that kind of goes viral enough for like the Associated Press to write a story on it, and you know, and they'll have a, a SoundCloud clip of the call. I would definitely watch. Um, a reality TV where they go into that. Just, Just like, have people calling to cancel stuff. Oh, that's a good idea. Getting all, all irate, <laughs> throwing their phone across the room. It'd just be interesting to see different approaches. Yeah. Uh, just with but the they'd want to put cameras at both ends and then you take the audience out of it because you're like, you know that's got to be staged. Well, so you wouldn't do cameras at both ends. You oh, just right. use the audio. And you'd set it up like crank anchors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With puppets? puppets in the mix. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, now I'm on board. <laughs> Don't give him no, no jibba-jabba. <laughs> I always love that character. <laughs> yeah, this is Randy. <laughs> now, now I want to watch crank anchors. <laughs> Did you guys really never watch Lost? Yeah. Yeah, I've never seen an episode. What was the reason behind not watching it? 
I don't watch that much television to begin with. Um, when it first came on, Keely and I thought it was uh, like a somebody else's version of Survivor, a reality show. Uh-huh. Game oh, okay. Show. So we skipped it. We were like, <clears throat> you know, we've had enough of that. And then uh, somebody was, they were hyping like the last season or something. And we'd heard lots of people talk about how good it was. So uh, we started a marathon that year and got caught up and then uh, watched it. And it was really good. Did you the did whole it? thing? The whole thing. Because I thought I heard like the first season was good and then it went to shit pretty quickly after I that. I guess it's all about how critical you want to be about it. Okay. If, if you If you let it take you to this... You know, fanciful, somewhere, you know, science fiction place. Doesn't it end up being a dream? Do you want you want to know the ending? I'm not going to watch it. Oh, well, you suck. It's uh, don't be giving him no jibber jabber. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Adam? You care if I spoil it? I don't care. The end of the series. They all meet in a church because they're all dead. God damn it, Paul. Why'd you spoil it? <laughs> and then they all go to heaven or something. Oh, that sounds weird. Yeah, but it, it doesn't really make it clear when they died and which parts of the show uh, were not things that happened in reality. Are they? Are you? Are they trying to say that it wasn't at the beginning? What do you mean? Like, they're all there stranded because of a plane crash, right? No, some people came to the island willingly. Uh, Some people were kidnapped. Uh, Okay, never mind. I'm done. (laughs) (laughs) Tony just tapped out. Well, the island moves through time and space. (laughs) (laughs) And, And space? Well, I mean, physical space. Not like outer space. Like, here we're next to Los Angeles, and right. now we're next to South America. Oh, God, yes. That sounds like Nobody a knows bunch where of it is. Jibber jabber, and I asked you not to give me any jibber <laughs> No, you asked me not to give him jibber jabber. Oh, okay. All right. Would you also like to be jibber jabber free? Yes, please. Did you so get no into, gluten, uh, no jibber jabber. As well? Yeah, I liked Heroes. It did go downhill. It is coming back. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. Was it uh, uh, take the cannoli, leave the cheerleader? Is that what they said? Yeah. Okay. What, was it really cannoli? <laughs> no. Because <laughs> I could go for some cannoli. That sounds really good right now. I don't think I've ever had a good cannoli. I've only had a McCree's cannoli, but they were all right. I thought they were good. Weren't Those, they pre-made, I, frozen no, jobs? No, we had no? to make... Well, I think the hostesses made them, right? The, but the the shell, I think, was... Third-party, third-party show. Yeah. That's not that's not farm to table. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't think a cannoli shell comes straight from a cow's udder. There's a process. <laughs> what were we? Oh, I, I just oh the first episode of Sesame Street. I showed my kids, and they was were, it black and white? No. Oh, which makes me think I don't know if it was really the real. I, I do know this. Uh, Oscar was orange, and everybody looked so young. Even the Muppets? 
<laughs> yeah. I mean, you could tell this was like early days for the guy inside Big Bird to do what he was doing. Oh, yeah. Big Bird had a little tiny head. It was just a bunch of toddlers standing on each other's shoulders. Well, it was super creepy because, I don't know, maybe maybe in the day it was okay for uh, an older black man to just parade around a young Hispanic girl through a new neighborhood that he had no relationship with. It was kind of weird, uh, but it was about, uh, they, they talked about where milk comes from. And, uh, oh man, Big Bird looked a little ooky. Yeah. Can you, can you milk a cat, Greg? <laughs> I've got nipples. Uh, any, yeah, anything that's got nipples, you can, you can I've milk. I've got nipples, Greg. <laughs> I think I just said nipples. Yeah, and Polly, so Polly said, so cows pee out milk? I said, no. <laughs> No, they do not. Well, kind of. <laughs> I watched... Uh, they excrete milk. Yeah. We were watching uh, some episode of Sesame Street, and um, Ricky Gervais was... Uh, no, yeah. Was singing Elmo a, a lullaby. Letter and is what you need when you take a nap. That's one of my kids' favorite. That, that like, so. particular sketch? Yes. Yeah, I, I had never seen it. That was actually pretty funny. Have you seen it, Paul? No, I haven't. It's so Ricky Gervais is uh, by Elmo's bedside, and he's playing this nice little acoustic. Uh, he's got an acoustic guitar, and he's playing him this nice little lullaby. And then it gets to the chorus, and it, he starts playing heavier, and like there's a bunch of backing music that comes in. It's almost like <laughs> pseudo metal. And goes. <laughs> <laughs> and Elmo like freaks out and he like sits up and he, he's, uh, then Ricky Gervais goes back into the softer part and he, he keeps going into this chorus that's loud and obnoxious and goes and Elmo starts to get more and more frazzled and his hair is all out of place and it's pretty funny Elmo no light crack. I'll have to uh, check that out. Yeah. I'm sure you can find it on the YouTubes. Um, I've got one picture of that car, my Dodge 600 that had Elmo no light crack on the back, and it's in black and white because I was fucking artsy. <laughs> <laughs> and you know how well red blends in with maroon when you're taking black and whites? It is a crappy picture. Uh, yeah, so it doesn't. But you know what I heard? I heard that all all black and white photography is actually grayscale, and computers are so smart now that they can colorize, uh, accurately colorize black and white videos. Oh yeah, that's a, that's how they did Wizard of Oz. It was on a Mac. Hmm. And that's why Judy Garland looked Hispanic. That sounds legit. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, uh, what else is going on with you guys? Well, my rabbit infestation has escalated from some rabbits to tons of toads. <laughs> now, I don't think there's an evolutionary jump there that the rabbits turned into toads, but my wiener dog 
Loves him some toads. It sounds like you've been cursed. <laughs> <laughs> there have been some plagues. <laughs> nothing we can't handle. Yeah, nothing we can't handle. I mean, he will he will just go nuts digging digging at the fence for a toad that's on the other side. And like I came up on him, and he's in the middle of a mud pit, and I, I'm looking over to see what he's doing. And then that guy is just down there licking a toad. <laughs> so I'm not sure if he's getting high off these things or what. Some of them live. Some of them don't live when he's done with them. But they just they drive him nuts. He drools like crazy. It's pretty, it's pretty grody. You know, I thought, I thought the rabbits were gross. Grody. Well, I thought the rabbits were gross, but at least those were soft when you picked them up dead. Yeah, but when you kill them, they squeal. Uh, yeah, toads are silent. <laughs> Says you. Says the no, I, I, killer in training. <laughs> <laughs> how uh, how many toads have you killed, uh, Tony? Their bones spread out better when you're uh, dispersing them. If you know what I mean. Depending on the time when I catch him, sometimes they're like overinflated. Like they have filled themselves <laughs> with something, and then other times they're like empty balloons. Wait, is it like um on the Green Mile when Sam Rockwell's character's got the moon pie in his in his cheeks and they're all expanded out? I do not know. You don't remember that? And that's when he walks into the cafeteria, punches his cheeks and says, I'm a zit No, he's got he he puts the moon pie in his mouth and he just lets it just sit there as long as it takes and um one of the guards comes over and he's he stops and he's looking at him he's kind of like cocking his his uh head like trying to figure out why this guy's cheeks are all puffed out and sam rockwell's character just slaps his cheeks together and all this brown goo goes all over the guard okay it's a great scene yeah he had to bend there i guess so uh, yeah, I don't have any any toad stories. We haven't had any critters here except for the dead mice we found during our kitchen remodel. What's your uh, What's your pet situation? Uh, two cats that I don't care for too much at all. That's so. Weird. There you is. You could just leave a door open when you guys go. No, I'm so. In fact, we were doing work today in the house, and the um. <clears throat> the big garage door was open and then we were taking stuff into the garage through the the regular door to get into uh, the house to the garage and uh, one of the cats the the one that's been the biggest problem was halfway uh, into the garage and my wife was chasing her and I'm like get back in here and I'm like no wait no just go just go let's see how long you last you're probably not smart enough I left, Muncie, I left my cats back. what's that? and I haven't when I left Muncie, I left my cats, and I have never had cats again. Oh. But they did you not. I thought you had cats on Ninth free. Street. No, no, just dogs. Just dogs. Ever since I came home, I've not had cats because of my dad. We. If I want my dad to visit, I can't have cats. The hmm. the younger, fatter cat is mean to anyone other than us that comes into the house, and and that's become. A problem. Um, and, and the other one is mean only to you. No, the 
other one is now 10 years old and didn't didn't take the arrival of our first child very well um, and started intermittently just kind of shitting wherever she wanted. Um, but it, it was... It, yep, this is a good place yeah, right, right here. Right here in this bassinet. <laughs> oh no, God, I hope not. <laughs> it's kind of what I did today in the chair. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys, that was a mistake. I had wings last night. Um, and it, it started to become a little bit more of a more more frequent of a problem at our last house. And then I think this move to this new house, she's just gone completely off the rails. Like to the point we took her to the vet and we're like, we need to, we need to fix this. Cause I you know, once sometimes twice a day I'm cleaning up shit. And so we take her to the vet and they, uh, cleaned Sewed out her, her butthole shut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> now she will never shit again. I mean, I felt I felt a little bad because I was hoping I would show up at the vet and they'd be like, "Oh yeah, this cat has ass cancer and needs to be put down." <laughs> um, but that didn't happen. The vet just Best case went, scenario. The vet went, "Well, we uh, we expressed her anal glands and uh, here's a couple things you can do, but good luck." <laughs> good luck, fuckers. <laughs> Like you can try. She's probably stressed, and you need to try to change some behavior things. And uh, get you know, rid of your children. Well, you know, she's telling me like we have to coddle her and and give her some attention. That's the last thing I want to do now because every time I look at her, I just want to twist her little neck. Hmm. So yeah, yeah, she doesn't want you to give her attention at this point. Yeah, if she knew it was good for her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, good luck, fuckers. <laughs> uh, so yeah that's a daily daily thing and every time I see shit on the carpet I just want to cry yeah I've, I've experienced that one, one of our cats uh, pooped in our daughter's room uh, I can't remember if it was like last night or the night before but it, it was because the cat uh, got stuck in her room overnight. Mm. Uh-huh. It's not not really a not really a problem, you know. I mean, it was a problem, but yeah. nothing we couldn't fix, and we're not holding it against the cat Whoa. this right. time. If it was a bad cat, it would have tried to suffocate your daughter. <laughs> well, I mean, it was a bad cat because it knows it's not supposed to be in the rooms at night. Oh boy, Benny runs directly into Adelia's room to hide under her crib as soon as he knows it's time for her to go to bed. And he can't stay there, right? Right. Well, and you, you, you can't. He won't budge. I grabbed for him and drug him, and his like shoulder popped, and I was like, "Oh fuck this!" Oh my gosh! It's <laughs> like okay. So the way we get him out now is like crinkle a treat bag. So now I've got positive reinforcement for running under the bed right before she goes to sleep because every time he gets a treat when he comes out, that's uh, better than well, breaking your window. give. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't give him the treat, though. Just get him to come out and say, sucker. (laughs) Early on, he would go under Polly's bed and poop, and I don't know what that was. It was just easy, I mean, you know, tiny dogs. We went away for... Have giant poops. We went away for (laughs) the day. No, no. And uh, so we were were up at my in-laws' cabin, 
and we were gone Saturday. Uh, we left Saturday morning and came back Monday afternoon. And while we were while we were up there, we were sitting around the dinner table, and I made some crack about hoping to come home to a, a dead cat. Uh, as you do. Yeah, as you do. I was like, maybe we'll get lucky, and that one will be dead. Um, and the and the other one will have eaten it yeah. and then died as well. <laughs> and so um, we come home on Monday afternoon, and we hear faint meowing and scratching. And we go upstairs, and the problem cat had been locked for the entire weekend in the baby nursery. And no food, no water, nothing. And awesome. just shit and piss everywhere. <laughs> wow. So that, I got to clean the carpets and everything today. That was fun. I mean, I, That sounds like you kind of deserved it, though. Yeah, I felt really bad. And then I'm like, oh, man, if this cat would have died, that I... I I would have been sent away. It was premeditated. They had me on record. <laughs> I'm uh, like, oh, I hope that cat's dead. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, right? <laughs> uh, sir, your cat's dead. What? Oh, <laughs> what is your what is your wife? How does your wife feel about these cats? Um, I think um, she she's probably. Uh, well, she's probably not happy with the uh, cat's behavior, but uh, she it stresses me out, and I think that has an effect on her more. Me me being affected by the cats has more of an effect on her than what the cats are doing. Because I, I literally get, I just get pissed off, and I, I want them to leave, and I, you know, I'm like, we got to do something about this, and I realize there's nothing we can do. Nobody's going to take a 10-year-old cat. Especially one that shits everywhere. Can you please take my cat? It shits everywhere. You'll love it. <laughs> so oh, the reason I'd asked about pets was because we've taken up a hobby of of getting animals, bringing them into our home, and then letting them die. Now I don't think these are pets. We had tadpoles and hermit crabs, and hermit the hermit crab we picked up at uh, South Carolina, and. Uh, when we read up on on hermit crabs, it's just this, just this all kinds of information about how buying one is the worst thing you could have done as a human, because they are they are stolen from their homes and they are, which you know, thinking about it now might be every pet, but anyways, and they are they need moisture to breathe. So you have to make sure that they're in a human environment and there's just like step after step after step of all the things that, that, uh, you know, you have to do or they will die. And then, uh, I found these tadpoles on Craigslist. This guy had a pool and the top of his pool cover was full of tadpoles and they were free. So we went and we grabbed seven of those and put them in a fish tank. Why seven? Um, I don't know. I mean, was there I was a shooting for reason? five and he grabbed two extra. Son of a... That's yeah. how they get you. Yeah, so we thought this would be an exciting experiment. Let the children watch them evolve into frogs. Well, you have to... They eat, apparently, eat boiled lettuce. I don't know. A lot of internet research is kind of... You know, they don't naturally eat boiled lettuce, but that's what you should feed them in your home, apparently. I think somebody was trolling you on the internet. And you know what else tadpoles eat? Other tadpoles when they run out of boiled lettuce. <laughs> Until you have one super tadpole. 
<laughs> there now, can only be one. Two of them made it into frogs, uh, but those frogs died. Now I am down to one tadpole. Let us observe the frog in its natural habitat as it uh, pours the water in the pan and brings it up to temperature and then drops the lettuce in and begins carefully feeding its little tadpole children. (laughs) Yep, that, that sounds about right. I think if I had a hermit crab, I would name him Howard Hughes. So, my hermit crabs, though, are thriving. <laughs> the interesting thing is hermit crabs are free with the purchase of a $10 cage at, um, at by any beach city. They're just giving these things away. Yeah, but it turns out that those cages are so inadequate for that animal. Hermit crabs are a loss leader. <laughs> I am going to say... The door to buy the cages. Exactly. I'm going to say, and I'm embarrassed, that we've spent over $100 keeping these hermit crabs alive. Oh my gosh. Yeah. There's a, and they need, and hermit crabs need fresh water that you can't give them tap water because there's too much iron in it. You have to get them natural spring water. <laughs> you also have to provide them with salt water. Wait, fresh and salt water? Yeah. Yeah, so those those guys they get and they're really neat apart from being, you know, large spiders you keep in your house. They get into the salt water to prepare their bodies for molting. Then they burrow in this bedding material you buy and they will uh, <laughs> they not will come multiply. Out for, no, they don't multiply. They actually never uh reproduce in captivity. Hmm. Which is another reason why it's so bad to have Hermit crabs. They're so mad at you for taking them away from their home. And they're just constantly jerking off. Do your animals wake you up? Uh, No. Only if we forget to feed them. Yeah, yeah, that's it. As of late, uh, Benny has been waking me up like every day at 4 a.m. Just coming up and loving the crap out of me. And I don't know why. And Keely is concerned that this goes back to when I was hallucinating my other dog barking in the night. That maybe Benny isn't really coming up to love me, that I'm just also hallucinating that. <laughs> so like you're in some, <laughs> some off-Broadway M. Night Shyamalan joint. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I like how your wife thinks you're delusional. <laughs> She's not wrong. She also might not be real. do you guys have a breeze in your house like Like a what can you open up windows and get a breeze that goes through your house yeah like windows on my computer Uh Uh, (laughs) uh-huh only windows 10 we're not going to talk about earlier (laughs) versions of windows and the breeze they cause there's an app for that my uh my house is built by some kind of sadist and it cannot get a breeze. You can get uh, a breeze if you stand in front of a window, but like the whole house doesn't doesn't breathe. Yeah, we we have um like our house is uh if you think of it in a long as a long house, it's situated east west, so we definitely get a breeze. It's nice. Yeah, I've got an, nice. I've got enough windows on enough walls to 
probably jigger something up. Knowing how your your house is laid out, do you open up the windows in your bedrooms? Yeah. And you keep the doors open? Yeah, so like they will get fresh air and and at the windows there will be like a breeze. But it's not something that I that carries through the whole house and there are hmm. definite dead zones and Right. Well, like the whole front of my house has windows. Not all of those windows have screens, so they don't get opened. Hmm. Uh, I think I've figured out your problem, Paul. You are most definitely cursed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure. Lack of breeze. Are, are so, we thinking some voodoo uh, woman has put a curse on you? I think it's a inexistent dog. A, a Baba Duke situation. Yeah, I think you've got um, you've definitely got a specter of some sorts. Did you watch Baba Duke like you promised? I promised I would watch it. I didn't say when I would watch it, Paul. <laughs> On his fucking deathbed. <laughs> I'm sorry, Paul. I meant to watch it, but I have a heart condition, and they told me I couldn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's okay. I passed several years before. Oh shit! And I've become the Babadook. Um. So uh, I'm gonna be out for a little bit here at the end of the week, just so you guys uh, know. But we got we got a baby coming. It's coming on schedule. You can't just be surprised by babies anymore. They just what do you want? To, you want to add a boy? You just schedule a baby. It's yeah. like you're trying to have more things in your house that'll poop on your carpet. Oh my God. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. Holy crap. It's time to clean house, guys. <laughs> I'm giving away cats and babies. Well, I think me and Tony can both tell you, two two is a good way to go. Two is enough. <laughs> Please let us stop. <laughs> don't don't listen to that stupid show. Two Eight? is enough. <laughs> Eight, is, Eight enough? is way too fucking much. Just the ten of us? Yeah, I think it was called Eight. Are you fucking crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, My wife wanted me to ask you, uh, do you know if it's a boy or a girl? It's a girl. It's a girl. It's a girl. Another girl. I'm going to be, I'm going to be the only dude except for that mean cat in this household. See, you should have got scientists involved. That's what I did. To, I assume they were scientists. Like, I don't know. Gender reassignment for some of these cats? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant in the pregnancy process. My cat to, just to get felt you the like it you was were. a boy. What do you want? <laughs> Call me Catlin. Please visit bettercallpaul.support for roughly more of the same of what you've heard here. You can send emails to contact at bettercallpaul.support. Be sure to state if we can use your name or read your email aloud. Or call into 574-334-7726. We won't answer the phone, but we might play your message on the next podcast. We can be found on Twitter, Tony, at Druid42, Adam, at Manual Nerds, and me, Paul, at TheGuru42.
But, uh, yeah, apart from being pets that you should never touch, they're... Yeah, there is no fan now. Can you can you hear a fan? So you I hear something. Is that my house? There's there's a it's it doesn't sound like a fan, but there's something. I heard something buzz. Yeah, me too. Uh, Who's buzzing over there? Uh, I'm not buzzing. Nor I'm am not I. buzzing either. Oh my gosh. Oh my god! Oh my gosh! <laughs> call the police! Somebody call the police! I'm being set up. Is there still a buzzing somewhere? Not that I can hear. Okay. I'm just going to say no, so we can continue. <laughs> I'll let I'm- Paul edit it out and post. Halfway through the show, Tony's gonna freak out. Cut that fucking buzzing out! Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Looking at things. How about a call with me? La bum ba dum bum doo. Doo doo. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. Whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, uh, Adam, you sound like you're far away. And I am. I am so, so far, far away. away. I was so far away. No, something's wrong with him. Did you try turning it off and turning it on again? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I can't hear myself, so I have no idea what I'm saying.